now back to the Pete McMurray Show. Bear with us on this next one. We got a little bit of a bad connection because we're talking to this next guest from Australia. We've never had someone on the show that survived a shark attack. He is Shark Week host Paul DeGelder. His new book out is called Shark, Why We Need to Save the World's Most Misunderstood Predator. Let's say hello to Paul. Paul, how are you, man? (laughs) I'm doing great. How are you guys? Paul, let me explain to people. You were a paratrooper in the Australian Army, attacked by a shark, lost two limbs. A shark almost killed you, and now you want to save the sharks. Is that right? Yeah, it's a, it's a very tumultuous relationship I have with them. And why do you want to save the sharks? Well, look, mate, I, I never blamed the shark after my shark attack. It was just a shark doing sharky things in the ocean, and I was in a right. I chose... I chose an inherently dangerous life. I was jumping out of planes, underwater playing with bombs, shooting guns. I had a, a, a big black Italian sports bike. And so I can't get upset when something goes wrong when you choose a path like that. And so the media kind of latched onto that. And my rehab was, uh, that I conducted myself was very quick. I got back to work after six months. And so it was kind of like this inspirational story that the media latched onto. And every time there was a, another shark interaction, the media would come to me for an opinion. Uh, and so I didn't know anything about sharks. I thought if we just killed them, then we could go swimming in the ocean and then we didn't need to worry about anything. And that just, was just fine with me. But I didn't know if that was true. And we have this incredible tool called Google. And so I thought, I better learn about these little cheeky buggers. And I got onto the internet and I started learning and it blew my mind how much sharks actually have to fear from us and how little we have to fear from them. Like comparatively speaking, there's 10 people killed in the whole world from sharks annually. And we kill over a hundred million sharks. And so, uh, I thought this was a great transition for me as my military experience was to stand up for people that can't stand up for themselves. And now I have a voice to speak up for this animal that can't speak up for itself. And so that was my job now to try and help the ocean. Because it's not just about sharks. This is about us as well. Whatever we do with the natural world eventually ripples down onto human beings. Yes. So my job now is to stand up for the sharks, the oceans, and us. Why are most of the sharks being killed? Is it for these exotic uh, foods? Is it just for trophies? Is it just because people are jerks and don't like sharks? What is the biggest threat to them? Option D, all of the above. Uh, (laughs) The shark fin trade for the Asian culture We have people that just like to kill things, um, which is really sad to be, you know, the the most advanced species on the human planet that we just like to go out and kill things for sport. Um, There is bycatch, which is when the huge commercial fishing fleets will go out with their huge nets and their long lines and say they're targeting tuna, half of their catch is sharks, and then they just discard them and throw them overboard as waste. And then, yeah, so it's it's a multi-pronged, a multifaceted attack on a species that can't reproduce as fast as normal fish. And so we're just slowly wiping them out of the oceans and then that's going to ripple down onto us because they're what's called a keystone species. And it's kind of like when you're playing a game of Jenga. 
there's only so many of those blocks that you can remove before the whole thing comes toppling down. Right, right. Paul, you were a, you were a tough guy, paratrooper in the Army. You lost your right arm and your right leg. How painful was that rehab? And did you ever have a moment where you just wanted to have a pity party for yourself and just quit? Oh, man, I had so many pity parties. I was the king of the pity party parade. Uh, but I didn't let that dominate my whole life. You know, one of my, my good friends when I was in hospital told me something that was really important. Uh, he said, don't feel bad about feeling bad. It's okay. We all feel bad. Just don't let it ruin your whole day, your whole week, or your whole life. Figure out why you feel bad and then fix it. Now, we're, we are the bosses of our own emotions and our own minds. Um, so we get to control them. They don't get to control us. And all it does is it takes practice. Uh, how do you get better at your job? How do you get better at riding a bike? So how do you get better at anything? You've got to practice it. And our emotions are no different. So the more you practice, you focus on the positives, the great things you have in your life, you do the things that you enjoy, it's easier to call on those emotions as a positive um, preference as opposed to slipping into the negative, which is always easier. You know, we all know that it's easy to just slide into why me and this sucks and Bleh. why not make it a little more challenging, focus on the good stuff and get up off your bum, go outside, enjoy nature, get in the sunshine and that makes you feel better. So as much as I did have horrible days and I cried myself to sleep more nights than I can even tell you, I wasn't going to let that beat me and take away my happiness and my, and my enjoyment of life. Well, I'm sure there was a day, Paul, where you said, I just want to give up. How did you turn it around? There's people listening right now that are going through adversity. How do you make that switch to turn positive? I, I do the things I love. It's all about knowing your triggers. What makes you sad? What makes you depressed? Uh, for me, I've discovered that uh, if I was drinking, the next day I feel like wallowing in my self-pity because I have a low vibration or frequency or lowered immune system. My body's just struggling to recover. And so I, I stopped drinking as many beers as I might have normally with the boys. You know, as an Australian and a military guy, we love our beers. But you know, I had to pull back on that. Try and find a way to achieve those goals because you can do it. If I can drag my butt out of the, the wallow that I was in after losing two limbs, Yep. lose my career into traveling the world as a speaker and a Shark Week host, then anyone can do this stuff because I am nothing special. Paul, thanks for your time. Paul DeGelder, the name of the book is called Shark. We'll see you during Shark Week. Thank you, Paul. Cheers, guys. More of the Pete McMurray Show next.